Dude, this extra large. What you talking about? All right, guys. Y'all ready? Can we get a show on the road? All right, guys. We are back. Episode number 38. Mm-hmm. And we have a special guest. The very first guest we've ever had on twice. Yeah. And I know we talk about this certain team a lot, but... It is in the headlines every single day, and we AKA. have the founder of AKA, Javier Mendez. Welcome to the show. Thanks, you guys. Thanks for having me back on. Glad to be number two. Number, our only number two. Yeah. Number but really, our number one. Which means you're the I'm shit. A repeat offender with you guys. Yeah, yeah, of course. Nothing wrong with that. And okay. uh, Mark, get your hands off. Your nuts, bro. <laughs> he can no. see you. Yeah, just, just like the, the Skype. Where do you want to put them? The Skype setup so he can see you. But on your knees is okay, bro. He has a bad habit of touching himself. I'm during too the tall podcast. for this. It's a lot to carry around. I got to support. Told you are. I got him. I got him right here. Oh god, There's he's got the metal here. balls in the bag. That hurts. <laughs> nah, they're steel, bro. I don't think it hurts you. I think you're just pretending. Thank you. You're welcome. He knows. <laughs> So it seems as if there's a lot of uh, a lot of crazy stuff that's happened lately. I know you can't talk about a lot of it, but uh, Khabib's living life. I, I saw him with Ronaldo recently. I saw him. There's like murals of him all over the world. He's like at every world leader's house in the Russian region. He's the best fighter in the world. I mean, he's Behind living. He's living a different life. So anything you can say on 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 Khabib, just in general, other than obviously nothing about the controversy or, or what's going on with UFC. Uh. Yeah, they put a they put a hush hush thing on me um, until after the the commission hearing. But I mean, he's obviously he's 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 enjoying the fruits of his labor. You know, like you said, uh, you know, he's out there. He was out there with President Putin. He's out with the other Chechen president and Kadarov. Yeah. Uh, just recently today, I saw uh, Floyd Mayweather's guy. You know, talking to him on Habib is. Calling out Floyd, you know, whether it be or not, who knows? I he mean, wishes he could get that one, fight. He turns just into serious later. Floyd's but, just trying to make money uh, fighting UFC you know, guys. That's silly. Yeah, so anyway, so he's doing all those type of fun things. Uh, it's ridiculous, you know, he comes back to 26,000 fans at a stadium just to greet him. Damn. Who does that? Yeah, I mean that that's even impressive for Conor McGregor, you know? Like I mean, he he's up there with Conor McGregor after one major fight. Like one blockbuster fight, you know. Connor's Connor's been the top. I think he's been the top five of the top six pay per views. Yeah. Only Lesnar at UFC uh, uh, one hundred or two hundred. One hundred or two hundred. He was on both. He was on one of them. He he had was in the top five or something. But other than that, Conor McGregor's been on the top six. But the the biggest the the most views ever in UFC history was Khabib and uh, Connor. So. And, and let me ask you this. Um, I get a lot of people just asking me, like, so, you know, Connor said that he would walk away from – you mean I can't answer this, but just going from a, a personal standpoint, not anything official or anything, from a personal standpoint of knowing Khabib, because I say uh, what I feel about this to people. Um, they say, is Khabib just threatening to walk away? Is he threatening to leave the money just as a show, just to get promotion, just to get publicity? And I tell him from what I know of Khabib, I think he legitimately will walk away if, if, if they don't meet his terms and he doesn't care about money. That's my personal opinion. On a personal level, would you agree with that or is that something you can't talk about? I, I don't know if that's official because you obviously don't know yeah, for sure I, what he's thinking and what he's going to do. This is just your opinion. You know, based on the hush that they put on me, I really can't 
Come. Yeah, yeah. You might know more than I do, so I don't want to like. I don't want to say anything that he said. I'm just saying that from what I know, I, I believe he will do it. I believe 100. percent I think he will. He'll too. stand his ground and and he'll leave if that's what it takes. And I think that that but that's meeting, a lot of money out there. Though. I think that meeting with President Putin and then hanging off with Kadarov in Chechnya. I think those things kind of changed a lot. Yeah, I mean, I mean there, <laughs> there's not too many people that can end in a double standard, but Putin. And yeah. Kadarov, those those two guys can can change things. The <laughs> they, they can scare the shit out of a lot of people. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting to find or see what happens and, and how this all plays out. I'm staying out of it. I'm going to just watch and just see how it goes. But uh, yeah. Anyway, hats off to him. Great fight. Great performance. Do you want to talk about his performance and his game plan of the fight and what it was like being there and leading up to the fight and at the fight? I'd like to. <laughs> you can't talk about that either. No, don't, don't, don't talk about the post fight. Don't talk about the post fight. Just talk about the fight. They don't want me to talk about anything regarding the fight. And I'm like, all right. Okay, I got you. I'm not trying to pull anything out of you. I just thought you could talk about like the actual training. Do you, do you just want to talk about me? Is that what this is all about? <laughs> all right. Well, how much you miss me? I already finished talking about you. Your balls are gone. So <laughs> thank God we didn't have all that when the camera's gone. Why do all the guests talk about my nuts? All well, the time? he had some metal balls slinging around. Well, remember, um, Mickey Rourke wanted to rub my nuts. He did say that. On. We have that. We have that. Yeah, this we have a, that sound audio bite. Hey, some homosexual podcast. We'll do like a complimentation. 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 Complimentary. Isn't that weird that we both forgot Compilation? that? Compilation. There we go. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Both forgot. Anyway, uh, so, all right, so we got two other fights coming up. We got uh, Daniel Cormier. We'll talk about that for a little bit. Um, what, do you, what, are your, what are your thoughts on that? How's his training going? How does he feel? Uh, <laughs> well, that was just last Tuesday. Got the word that they wanted Daniel to fight uh, Derek Lewis. What was uh, first? Uh, Mick Maynard called me, wanted to know what my thoughts were on that, and I said, "Well, he hasn't worked out." I go, "But that's a, actually a, a real good, favorable fight for us, you know." Um, so I said, "I'm down for it. It just depends on what DC wants to do." He contacted DC, and DC said, "Well, let me see how my hand holds out, and because he really hasn't been doing anything with it." So DC went and hit mitts with uh, Rosendo Sanchez, the boxing coach. And uh, the other coach is uh, this with us with Crazy Bob and Le Leandro Vieira. And DC said, I'm ready to go. So we're all for it. You know, mm -hmm. it's a very short notice, we know. But, you know, um, we also look at it from DC's point of view. He's going to retire in, you know, March of next year, uh, according to what he's telling us. So, you know, if he can get this fight out of the way and one more, you know, hopefully Brock is his last fight. It's a great way to finish, you know. And, uh, He'll make a boatload of money, so why not? You don't you don't and see him fighting Jones again? No, no, I do not. I do not see that happening. If it happens, whatever. But I, I I'm not particularly interested in, in yeah. even talking about that because to me, it's it doesn't appear to be in the works. And DC getting ready for a fight in a short amount of time isn't the same as Derek Lewis getting ready for a fight <laughs> in a full fight camp. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I don't think that's going to be an issue. I don't think conditioning is going to be an issue. I think it's going to be a matter of staying away from that big punch and uh, wrestling him down and, and, and just grinding him out like he always does. Yeah. But someone with that big punch is a dangerous opponent. So you have to – I think a lot of people are overlooking this fight as such a gimme fight, which in, you know, I'm AK myself, and, of course, I'm biased with Daniel Cormier. But I'll say of all the people he could fight right now, that could be one of the most dangerous, a guy that hits that freaking hard, you know, because all it takes is that one punch to land. And we know DC likes to strike. So 
it does make it for an interesting fight, and I think a lot of fans should tune in for that, you know, and, and expect. They will. Who, who knows what can happen? I mean, y- you never know. A, a guy like Derek Lewis is just real honest, you know. That's all. Second round TKO. A lot of guys are tired. They just don't say it. You know, Derek Lewis is just. How do you see it going? Um, you know, I see it going our way, obviously. Otherwise, yeah. I wouldn't have said no. Uh, but I do realize that, uh, you know, one punch from that guy could end it all. Uh, yeah. The thing about him is the reason why we all agreed that we should do it is because he's not uh, difficult in every area. Like if it was Miocic or something like that, it would be stupid because he's so well-rounded, you know. But uh, Derek really only has one area where he can, you know, uh, win that's the power and that's what he proved in the last fight he just did exactly that you know so he's dangerous throughout the whole you know throughout the whole time so i believe dc is just too fast for him his wrestling is just too good and um you know it's another level dc is another level Derek is a very dangerous guy and, and i'm not underestimating him but i just think that because of his style you know and how he fights i think he's the perfect fight for dc yeah, definitely. And then uh, going back to Stipe real fast, I wanted to say, you know, Stipe just recently said that, you know, in 10 fights, he wins nine of them against yeah, DC, and then DC stupid, fired man. back. And then yeah. I think that's ridiculous. I mean, you're, you're talking about, first of all, it's like you can always say, if, if Daniel Cormier was a striker, if he was Derek Lewis or someone, and, and he, he caught you, you know, you can then say, okay, well, if I avoid the punch, I'm a better grappler, I'm a better wrestler, I can I have so many more ways to win the fight. But when you're fighting a wrestler, a predominant wrestler who's an Olympic wrestler, and he came out and knocked you out yeah. in your fight, okay, so he didn't even use his strength and beat you in the first round. So how do you think in nine other fights that he might not out-wrestle you, he might not out-grind you, he might not out-condition you? He said that to make himself feel And better. he could still get lucky, and stri- lucky or not lucky, whatever, and strike and knock you out again. So it's like he has a lot of things. That was kind of a, I know he's trying to like save grace and like, you know, obviously his pride's been hurt, but I mean, I think it was a clean, sweet win for uh, DC, and he should be proud of that. And uh, I'm proud to see him have those belts. Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's one of those things too, where where Stipe doesn't get the the credit he deserves. He doesn't get the attention, so you know he's out creating it. You know, and which he should be doing. You know, because no one's giving it to him. I mean, think about what he's done already as far as defending the title, winning the title, and defending it. He has the record. You know, so. Uh, no one's giving him his dues, so he might as well go out there and start, you know, tooting that horn. You know, whether it be bullshit or not, doesn't matter. He needs yeah. to toot that horn to get attention. And um, what he's doing is the right thing. I think Steve is doing the right thing, going out there and making noise. Yeah. You got to make noise. He's got you know, to, yeah. Make noise, people will bypass you. Yeah, and, and and someone else making noise too. And we'll get back to this. And I know I, I'm with you on this, Hob. I don't want to see John Jones fight DC just out of the sheer fact. I want John Jones to always not get this fight for the rest of his life because he wants it so bad. He, he acts like DC wants it. He, DC doesn't want it. it. It's Jones that wants to fight. And for him to go through all the stuff he's went through uh, with USADA and everything else and uh, go through court and say that he's apologetic and, and act like he's a new man and I'm a better person, to come right out of the gate at DC again in such a disrespectful way on Instagram and attacking him. DC didn't say a word. DC didn't start it. He just came out and, and basically, you know, why won't you answer your Usada call? Are you afraid to find out that, that your belt's fake and that I'm the real champ? Like, how disrespectful. Like, 
where's this guy's PR guy? And I, and I went on to, I, I know I went on a big rant about this guy a couple of episodes ago, but just how disrespectful. I mean, this guy's never going to learn. He, he's no. never going to learn his lesson. He's never going to be a, a good guy. He's never going to be a good person. He Cowboy, was. Cowboy Cerrone said it the best when he puts on his God hat, you know, like he's just, he, he's just this fake persona, puts tattoos of religion on his body, quotes and, and stuff. And then he tries to act like a good guy to the media. But in reality, man, you can just read his Instagram. I mean, the guy's this total scum. And like, I, I hope for that reason DC doesn't fight him, and I hope Gustafson wins the fight, and and I, I know Gustafson can win it. Honestly, I just hope that uh, the Gustafson that fought him the first time yeah. shows up this time more experienced and more ready because it was five he, years ago he though. did change it a little bit after that fight. It's almost like John Jones took a little bit out of him, and then he never fought the same after that. So I hope he comes back stronger and gives him that fight that that he almost did the first time. What do you think, Hoff? Well, you know, I. He's did what he did, you know, he, he's coming back and, you know, he wants DC, but DC's got other things in his mind right now. So he'll just have to wait. We'll see what happens, you know, after Brock fight, after Derek Lewis fight, see if, you know, there is a chance for, for Jones. I personally would want DC to just be done, finish. Yeah. You, you've got a great career. There's no need for you to go back, but if DC needs to go back, then, then I'll support him. But yeah, right now, there's no talk about about anything other than Derek Lewis and Brock. That's what's on his mind. And, uh, you know, that's what should stay in his mind. So, uh, you know, Jones is doing what he, Jones needs to do to come back. I mean, that's what all fighters do, you know, and, and uh, he's doing that. But to me, it's like it, it's not in the equation at the present time. So I don't want to spend much time on something that's not in the equation. Once it becomes part of what DC wants, then okay, but he doesn't. So... Yeah. I don't really put my stock Fair to enough. it. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with you. I mean, I agree with you to some degree. I don't think fighters should have to come back as disrespectful as he did, but that's just him. That's just Sean Jones, whatever. So he's going to get what he. Well, uh, what he, what he's speaking of coming get. back, what about Kane? Is he. Kane's been ready to go. You know, it's just a matter. I don't know what's going on. It's just a matter of the UFC and his manager doing what they need to do. But he's in here. He's helping DC. You know, he takes time off here. He comes back. I mean, but no, he, he's he's been ready to fight this whole year. It's just, you know, I'm not I'm not uh, privileged to know what's going on. So things are going on, and I don't know what they are. But obviously, they're not they're not uh, working the favor where they're both seen eye to eye. You know. There's, yeah. there's definitely uh, both sides are definitely not agreeing on what's happening so we'll yeah. see but he will be fighting uh he's training so, so he's definitely not we'll he's definitely not retiring then i mean he's definitely no, I, I no, haven't no, seen no, him really seem no, like he's no, getting ready for no. a fight or anything he's never he's never talked about retiring never okay. he was always uh he was upset about being injured so goddamn much but yeah, he never course. talked about retirement you know uh, he's maybe said i can't continue with these injuries like right. this, you know, but it's never said I'm retiring. No, right. if Kane never said I'm retiring, he will retire. Yeah. He's never said that. He's never said that to me. If he said it, he never said it to me. Right. Well, Fair good enough. for him. Hopefully we hear yeah, something yeah, soon and they can work something out. I mean, it must be a weird situation when you're a champion at one time and then you're not a champion now and you kind of want to get that, you know, that champion mice. I'm sure there's a tough negotiation, especially when you got DC, you got Khabib, your teammates making good mice. So it's like, you definitely want that money. I can kind of see where that could possibly run into a tough negotiation because I doubt they want to pay the same as as they do if you're a champion. So I'm sure that's probably what it is. And either way, we hope the best for him and. Yeah, and it, well, if you guys saw yesterday, uh, there was an article that came out on MMA fighting where they interviewed Fedor, and they asked him who he thought the greatest heavyweight of all time was. And 
he basically said Kane. You know, Kane's the greatest heavyweight of nice. all time. Wow. So for me, who I consider Fedor the greatest because Kane basically didn't quite accomplish what he needed to because of the injury factor. But right. the fact that Fedor believes that, and I believe that in my heart, if he had more fights, that he would be considered that. But that that that's a that was a true honor, I think. I the, for the yeah. guy I do consider the greatest at the present. Yeah. To say that the Kane he feels Kane is that just it's basically one lion to another lion, giving the mutual respect. Yeah, and he's the king lion. And, you know, I'm sure we're going to agree on this, but let's go into Bellator a little bit real fast since we're talking about Fedor. I call it the Fedor-Bader, the oh, Fedor-Bader match. Man. Is that going to catch on? Uh, what do you see happening with Fedor and Bader? Gosh, now it sounds – now Phil, we were saying it. Don't uh, What do you see happening, and who do you think is going to win the Grand Prix? And if that certain person, which I know you're going to pick because I picked the same person, wins the Grand Prix, should it be it? So give me your pick, and then if it's the same that I think you're going to pick, let's talk about what he does next. Well, I think I think that Bader's going to win, oh, but really? I'm hoping that that Fedor wins because I think it's it's uh, it's 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 a bigger deal personally yeah. that if, if uh, you know Fedor wins, um, you know, I I believe that the Bader's just so damn. He's so much better on the striking than, good, than yeah. Chael was, and his wrestling is is not as quite as well as uh, Chael. But overall, he has a better overall game. He's more well rounded. Chael Chael's awesome, and Chael made it a good fight. I just look at uh, Bader being a little bit more so able to do things. But you know, with Fedor, one punch, you know, one screw yeah. up. But Changes I see everything. it as uh, being a great fight, actually. But but who I want to win, Fedor. Who I think will win, Bader. So I, I, I'm probably the same as you then. I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I kind of, I guess I picked Fader, uh, Fedor. For some reason, I can see him winning. But when I look at uh, Bader, I definitely can see that he's, he's a definitely a, tr uh, a problem. And I'm a, I'm a fan of Bader. No disrespect to him at all. I just don't think he really loses much by losing the Grand Prix. So, if, like you, I hope Fedor wins it because he is a true heavyweight. He is a true legend. I would love to see him win the heavyweight division and then quit and retire and, and, and retire a Grand Prix champion, which is how we saw him in the past when he was in pride and he was the king and all that. Um, and then Bader just loses to a heavyweight, can come right back down and, and dominate his ever. division. It's yeah, like dominate his division and do great. So I just don't see him losing as much. Um, but you are right. He's a very dangerous opponent. I think he is more dangerous than Chell. And uh, it's going to be a hell of a match. I'm picking Fedor. Um, how old is Fedor? You don't know? How old is Fedor? He's got to be, what, 42? 41, 42, somewhere in there. And his sweater's okay. 39. <laughs> Fun fact. Wow. I may or may not be correct by that. I'm just uh, putting it out there. <laughs> I don't think I've heard you. Still a good one, though. <laughs> Mike can be funny sometimes. Are you going to say yeah. I stole that tomorrow? I don't know why he has you on there. You you got no jokes, bro. Sorry. He gets, like, starstruck certain times. You know, he loves Herschel Walker. So when you told me he was coming on the oh, show. Oh, God. I wouldn't he, get a haircut. Yeah, he was all excited. Then I, call, I talked to Herschel. We planned it all out. And then I haven't heard nothing back. So. Well, I loved how he was so quiet when Mickey was on. His guy could never Again. work it. Yeah. Like, this like, uh, well, I mean, he opened with wanting to, like you, rub my nuts. And I see, just, you did it too, the nut yeah. rubbing, and then all of a sudden now he's just like nothing. That's the way to shut me up is have a you man want to fondle me. His hands are on by his knees now, not, not, not in the center where he really feels the most comfort. I think, I think he found his kryptonite. And it's also 1 a.m., man. I think he found his kryptonite. We start talking about balls, he gets uncomfortable. I worked 10 hours a day and got some PayPal. Bring it in. It's a long story. Yeah. We'll explain it to you later there, Hav. You'd be proud <laughs> okay. of me. It's dorky stuff. 
Anyway, oh, yeah. so okay, so we got you're you're picking Bader, you hope Fader, and the Bader <laughs> Bader Fader fight, and you're picking uh, Fedor. Fader, I'm picking Fader. Okay, so there we go. We got that out of the way. But I, I have, picked Mitrione to win. So I have picked Bader against Mitrione. Won that, and I did you pick, pick Mitrione. Fa- yeah, he picked Mitrione. I picked Bader. I don't know what he was I, thinking. I, I thought that went exactly the way I thought it was going to go. Exactly. Well, I'm not the best coach in the world. Bear with no, me. You're, no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> Jesus. He's the, the best salesman at a gym in yeah, the world. Sells. He's the best AK salesman in the world. I'll say that. He's probably the best sidekick Mike's got compared to you. <laughs> He's the only sidekick guy. It's kind of like one of those default things. I'm the things. sales director, not head striking coach. You know? There you go. There you go. <laughs> okay, so we got, and then we got some stuff. Who sold you that shirt? You did. Yeah, you see, it was AK time. Now it's AK. Yeah, it's it's just, slowly dropping. Yeah. You're barely gonna see that. You're barely gonna see the top of it by the time this interview's over. AK Thailand, right there. <laughs> yeah, it's great seeing you wearing it too. Like, I mean, you're also an owner of AK Thailand, so I'm mean, of course you're gonna wear it. But it's great seeing you wear it also when you're training some of the fighters it, and stuff. We get excited. If I'm the owner, can I fire Mark? You could. If you want the company to go bankrupt, I yeah. just gotta prove it. And I, it ain't gonna be hard for me to prove it. Prove it. Is he really valuable? Kind of, Hoff. Yeah. If he's valuable, we'll keep him. He's kind of valuable. We should keep him. I think we should okay, keep him. Okay, we'll keep him then. All for right. now. No problem. For keep now. Mark. Thanks, guys. Yeah. He, Thanks he's for sharing that with He is sort of valuable at this time. Um, okay, so we got the Bellator out of the way. Um, one more thing. So let's touch on Luke a little bit. How's Luke doing? Uh, where's he at? What's he doing? And I'm going to say what's he doing one more time because I just said it yeah, twice. What's he doing? Why not say it three times? Luke, uh, Luke's uh, most of his training has been with hard knocks with Henry yep. Hooft over there, and uh, he's very comfortable over there. He does a great job with with the guys, making him feel good. Um, he's trained with me about six times. He's come down and trained with me, yeah. trained with me in Vegas a few times, and uh, he came down here for two weeks and we trained. And uh, he's looking good, you know. He's looking good. Uh, you know, Luke. Luke is. You know, he's a great fighter. I mean, there's not much to say. He knows what he wants. He goes after what, what he wants, and, and he knows how to go about doing it. When he screws up, he knows what went wrong and what he shouldn't have done. It's it's almost like he self-coaches himself, you know. And uh, there are certain things that I uh, I finally got him to do something that he was never able to do and didn't want to do. And I won't say that because that might come out in the fight. But I was very happy with uh, what we did, we're working on that uh, he finally accepted and uh we'll see we'll see if 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 he uses it or if he you know or if he can use it uh but but definitely i'm I'm happy with his uh overall look on how to improve himself all the way around as a martial artist and explain on this because a lot of people ask me as well so explain how luke is still aka but still training other gyms and part of their team as well like explain that kind of aka family kind of bond sort of thing that you don't really lose and he hasn't lost um, and why he's still tied to AK, even though people see him training elsewhere. Well, the, the way I look at it is, is I don't look at someone being my family and being part of me just because they want to go train somewhere else. You know, it, it's long as they're still connected to me, they're, they're always going to be my family. And the reason why I say that is with Luke, you know, there's a lot of times when I was down in the dumps, you know, and, and I was depressed for whatever reason, this and that. And who comes to my rescue? Luke, he's talking to me and trying to, you know, get me back on board. He gets me all motivated to come back and do what I need to do. And so for me to turn my back on him just because he found a situation that's that's a better for him at the present time, man, I'm going to turn my back on him? No way in hell am I going to do that. No, I'll never turn my back on him. And as mm-hmm. long as he needs me, as long as he wants me, I'll be there. You know, uh, myself and Crazy Bob, we feel the same. You know? Just because, yeah. you know, 
he trains somewhere else doesn't mean he's not team AKA. And, and I trained that kid from the start, you know. I'm, I'm never going to turn my back on him. No reason to. There, we, the way I look at us, we're like family. And uh, to me, it's like, you know, one of your family members goes to college. You're going to turn your back on him because he went to college? No, of course not. No. No. So you, you want to wish him the best. And, hey, man, uh, this gym isn't for everybody, you know. And at one time it might have been, and then it wasn't. Okay, let me use John Fitch as an example. John Fitch was with us from, you know, basically almost the start. Not quite, but pretty close to the start. He takes off. He leaves to Vegas. We didn't turn our back on John Fitch. We, yep. we were still behind John Fitch. Where's John Fitch now? He's back here. Because yep. why? Because we never turned our back on him. You know, why would we? You know, he's still back here. Who's to say Luke wouldn't come back either? You know, he's come back. He, he you know, he's been here, like like I said, uh, two weeks ago. He was here for two weeks, and he comes and makes an appearance here and there. So if I did, if I did what other people do, then he would never be here, right? And then we would lose out on, on a real friendship, you know, and that's stupid. You know, this this is a sport, you know, and, and I don't look at it as a – you know, if you're with us or against us, bullshit. It's all to me. It's all bullshit. You know, your your family, your family, and if you really care about somebody, then then show it. You know, and I believe I'm, we're we're showing it. Absolutely, and I want to get into that just a little bit more, a little bit of the family bond of AKA. But speaking of AKA, Uh-oh. it's time for our sponsors. Yes, yeah, time for our sponsor boy. break. Uh, first, I want to thank Starfish Concept. This is uh, one of the, the best PR firms located in Taiwan. They operate through hi- uh, Hong Kong and China. They sponsor AK Thailand, and they do a lot of uh, PR work for us as well as myself, Jun Yu. I also want to thank our other sponsor. I'm a little biased. They're probably a little biased, but it's AK Thailand, the gym, in my opinion, one of the greatest gyms outside of San Jose, California. What do you think, Mark? I just don't know why AK doesn't sponsor us too. Headquarters. <laughs> we could sponsor the headquarters sponsor. He's on the phone. Sponsored by AK headquarters. So let's go and take a look. I know you want to take a look at the uh, the commercial, right, Hoff? Yep. When you get done with that text. <laughs> All right, buddy. What are you, Candy Crush? Uh, <laughs> what is that shit? <laughs> okay. And we're going to go ahead and show you the commercial right now. What's up, everybody? I am here in Thailand. This is the first time I've ever been here. Been dying to come here for years. The great Mike Swick. He's one of the big reasons he's been trying to pull me down here. What he built down here, AKA Thailand, is incredible. There's people here from all over the world. You can train mixed martial arts here, jujitsu. They have weightlifting, they have cardio, and obviously they have Muay Thai, boxing, everything. telling you guys I know everybody wants to go to Thailand because Thailand's so cool but you can't come to Thailand without coming to aka Thailand come on all right we're back and how his arms dude Jeez. I like how he keeps bringing his arms up like yeah. that showing his biceps hey, just don't grab your midsection while you're talking about my arms dude <laughs> Concerned me. It wasn't me. me. No, you. Of not course, it was you. Swick. I'm holding my hands, dude. You're holding. I don't know what you're holding. It's weird for him to hold his own balls. That's the. Yeah, I know. Usually, it's connected to hey, a lady Mark, boy. Hey, Mark, do this. Go ahead. Go oh, ahead. grab him, Mark. Grab him, buddy. Go ahead. Yeah. He's gonna push down the. Uh, I'm definitely concerned about you now. That's it. I'm done. 
I ain't hanging out with you next time I come to AK Thailand. Not with, not by myself. You're my Viagra. You didn't see that coming. No, I, I, yeah, Viagra might be used, but it won't be on me. <laughs> you're so, you're just a bad boy. God, jeez, always goes back to dick. Always, every time. So anyway, going back from leading from that <laughs> to the AK family, yeah. um, I tell people this all the time, but I, there's not many teams out there in the sport that have such a close bond as AK. And like people don't understand when I first say that, but then you look at like Fitch, like you said, Kane, DC, Luke, myself, um, be all the guys that's been a part of AK for over a decade, they're still there. We're still a family. And there's so many other guys that you have uh, competing in kickboxing, MMA, and Bellator, and stuff like that. That's just they always stay there. I, I don't know any other gym that has that many people, that many stars, that many. It doesn't even matter about the star level. Yeah. Just that many fighters in general. But they are stars that always stay together, and and we're like a like a family. You know what I mean? Like we really are like a big family. Well, another person that came down that that I still consider still to this day a great uh, friend is King Mo Law. Yeah. You know, he was with us for a few years. You know, he only fought for us two times. He won the Strike Force title with us. And still to this day, I'm, I'm good friends with him. I just saw him at the Pro Fight League and, we, you know, we're talking. And, man, it's like, it's great to have that, you know, that I don't want to ever have hostility towards anybody. This is a sport. I know, you know, there's a lot of things that happen in this that doesn't make it a true, legit sport, but it's a fighting game, but it's still somewhat of a sport. And to me, I don't look at it anything but a sport because, you know, a lot of people act a little different. They go out and fight for real. Man, I'm not, that's not me. Uh, I I know what this is all about. This is a business and, you know, I need to act accordingly, you know, so uh, it's no, no, no animosity uh, towards anybody, you know, and, and the one time I did have animosity towards somebody, it bit me in the face and, Man, I was like, oh, shit, I'll never do that again. You know, uh, short stories. What I did is when I was uh, involved in uh, some of the matchmaking, somebody made a comment about that I'm biased and I'm this and that and that I'm an asshole. And so anyways, long story short, I, I see this guy and he tries to come shake my hand and I'm no longer working for the organization that I was supposed to be biased towards. He took out his hand up to shake my hand, and I told him, get your fucking hand away from me. I ain't shaking your hand. You can talk shit about me and think that I'm going to be your friend. I'm not your friend. So, you know, he said, okay, whatever. Did said nothing. Next thing you know, about six months later, we're in a situation where Crazy Bob forgot our sponsor on one of our guys. And this guy that I said that to takes his shirt off. He comes up to me, goes, here. Oh, I felt like a piece of shit, man. I was like, oh, my God. Here's this guy taking his shirt off, giving me his shirt, and saved us $5,000. And I'm like, wow. And as far as that, I said, you know what? I can't be doing that. That wasn't yeah. cool. So no more. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have anything towards anybody. It's, it's all business. And if the fighters do, they do, you know. But, but I, don't. I don't. I try not to involve myself. And so far, I've done that. And, uh, and that's one of the biggest reasons why is because shit comes back around. You yeah. know, and I don't, need, I don't need that in my life. I, I want a happy life. And happy life means that I have to look over my shoulder, you know, but I said something about somebody or they said something about me. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. And, uh, and that's why I am who I am, you know. Yeah. Perfect. 
the new and improved Hob. That's yeah. gonna be nice to everyone and on time that's for podcast he didn't, shows. He, notice he didn't hit McGregor. You know, <laughs> that's good it, work, man. Hey, way to control. We can't it. talk about it. You don't have to say anything. But hey, good job for yeah, that. Good job for not hitting him. <laughs> yeah, good job. Um, well, where's I gonna go from there? Damn, that was. Well, I, I can tell you that that I where, where I was that was I was celebrating with with friends, high fiving everybody. Yeah. And I turned around and there it was. And, and as soon as I tried to go in there, the police told me stay back. And hey, police tell you go stay back. I'm doing exactly what they're telling me to do. I'm mm-hmm. not doing anything. So I can say that. Okay, Justin Willis. Oh, fighting Mark Hunt. Wait a minute. So that, that's a very interesting yeah, topic. Yeah, very good. Mark Hunt's a good friend of the show. Right. Don't get me wrong. But I honestly do not know a whole lot about this Justin Willis. Yeah, I told him that he trains with, with AK, obviously. He just doesn't know about Is it the big, him. pretty, yeah, sexy, yeah, yeah. MM something? <laughs> call him sexy? He calls him sexy, yeah. Know. What's his fucking We call him big, pretty. You call him big, sexy all you want. You call him sexy. I, I, I don't know anybody to call him sexy, but uh, you just went there. Leave so. it to Mark to call a guy sexy. Shocking. Shocking. I'm not Shocking talking to the, the podcast. The Herschel Walker's sexy as hell, by the way. Oh, yeah. Well, that's going to help get him on. <laughs> yeah, Justin, Justin's got a, you know, he's got a fight with Mark Hunt. This is his biggest uh, high profile fight. He's 3 0 with the organization. Um, Pretty much dominated all three guys, you know, and now this is a big test for him. And uh, I think he's ready. You know, he's mentally ready and uh, he's just got to get physically ready to be in there with such an icon like Mark, you know. Um, on the good side for Justin, Mark's older, you know, and he's more settled, you know, and uh, Justin's hungrier, you know. So we'll see what happens, you know, but, uh, you know, it's going to be a good fight. Awesome. That's in Adelaide. You're going, correct? No. I don't think so. No. Wow. No, Getting home on a plane? I've yeah. not been asked to go, and uh, I don't look – no. I'm not looking forward to going, no. Well, because it's only nine hours from there to Thailand. Just throwing that out there uh, for Hop you. getting on a plane is like freaking yeah. – yeah, it's not yeah, an easy thing. It, dude. I, no. They got a casino. No, I don't care. Hop would try to no. talk me out of fights from opponents <laughs> that he knew I could beat just because they were in different countries. I don't think it's a good I mean, fight for you, Mike. I didn't, I didn't go to England because you fought in England. I said, I when, when you fought hard, Hardy, I said, I don't want, I didn't, you let me off, remember? Yeah. There it is. And actually, it was bad for you because you didn't get no sleep. You weren't sleeping. You were nothing in that fight. Yeah. It was you like, fought me in my worst. But, I, you know, I, I didn't want to go. I, I am notoriously known for trying to avoid at all costs long trips, you know. Everybody knows that, and, and uh, like we just avoid. I avoided. Um, uh, what's it? Uh, the one where where Mowgli fought. He fought Chile. Was it Chile? UFC Chile. Um, there was one in Chile. Yeah, I, I think know. UFC fought Chile. Yeah, and now it's Argentina that they're going to, and and of course we don't have anybody in Argentina. They wanted my guys to go, but they were injured. But the chili fight, I avoided that one. <laughs> and he well, I don't blame you on that one. You don't want to go. I know you don't want to go. And I said, well, you don't need me for that guy. That guy's a highlight reel wait, waiting for you. So so I was happy not to go. And sure enough, highlight reel. You know, he knocked the guy out, got the $15,000 bonus. I was so glad I was right about that because that had been the opposite. Oh, I'd have felt like shit, you know. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, no, it worked out. I hate flying. I don't like it at all. I mean, even Habib asked me, Coach, when you come to Russia? And I'm like... Uh, I'm asking know. you that. You need to go. Uh, eventually, I'll go. But I, uh... AK is huge in Russia, Hoff. That's okay. 
It's because of what you've done, and that's great. I'm, I'm, no, it's what you're I'm doing here, with your champions. I just have the gym that they all go to. But I'll say this, speaking of the AK family, um, so the, the, the brand that you've built with these champions, and then obviously the gym, we sell a lot of shirts where they can actually get a hold of them in Thailand because they can actually go to Thailand, a lot of these people from different parts of the world. I don't know if you saw the recent ones, but it's almost on a weekly basis now. We see gyms. And I'm not talking about Australia either. We see gyms that are called AKA, and we see fake AKA clothing. It's like Everywhere. on a weekly basis, a fake AKA Thailand clothing or AKA clothing or AKA gym. It's like, it's like the most copied gym in the world. Yeah, you know, it, it amazes me what China's done with that. I mean, they took everything to a T, our, our logo and – the gym format. <laughs> they just made gyms of it over there. There's and one gym. Wait a minute. There's a chain I, of AKs in China. Attention, uh, bringing attention to them. What kind of scumbags they are for doing that is the right thing because it gives more attention. Or maybe that is the right thing to do. Out them out for what they've done. You know, it's just stealing people. It's hard work. You know, with the work you put in, all the work, all the years I've been involved in. They just feel it's okay for them to just copycat it and do their own thing and be successful with something they didn't earn. You know, and. Uh, yeah, the guy from Australia, too. He's a scumbag, you know. He was here. I wasn't here during the time he was here, but he was here for two weeks, and then, you know, he's doing the gym thing, and then, obviously, you know, he knows what he's doing, you know, and he trademarked the whole thing, which you can't do anything about him because I don't have any gyms in Australia, but uh, he's a scumbag. You know, he, you come to my gym, then use my guys. I, I saw little clips of where he said train with Kane Velasquez in D.C., you know. It's just, this is wrong. And it's you like know, they use the AK by itself, then they put the Australian kickboxing underneath it. It's like such a copy. Like, how does this guy not feel stupid for doing that? And for the record, we are not associated with Australian Kickboxing Academy. In fact, you're training at a fake gym that's basing their entire gym, their entire logo, their, their, their entire credentials, uh, curriculum, and existence on us. And they don't know anything about our curriculum, anything about our, our credentials, anything about our, our training. It's absolutely embarrassing for those guys. I'm embarrassed for those guys. And for everyone that, that goes there and wears those shirts and, and, and trains there and thinks that they're training at some kind of AK affiliate gym, it's ridiculous. Yeah, right. no, I had nothing to do with us. And like I said, the guy trained with us for two weeks. I wasn't around, but supposedly they said, oh, he trained with us for two weeks. So that's how he got the idea, you know. It, it's like, so he's a scumbag. And, and uh, I don't know his name, but he's a scumbag. I'm not even yeah. going to do the research on anything about him, but whatever, you know, you do your thing. It doesn't matter. It's not going to stop me from doing what I love to do, and I will continue to do it and uh, support my people, but he's not my guy, so I ain't supporting him, so he can go fuck himself. <laughs> All right. Nice. He might watch the podcast since it's AKA-affiliated. Uh, yes. He might have a podcast, too. Real quick with Mick Swick. Real quick. That's not Australian. That's actually man. pretty good. That's not Australian. I get it. I get it. That's pretty fast, though, for you. I'll either. send you that joke of... There's the one you okay. were wanting. So, <laughs> so I might be in uh, San Jose uh, quite soon. So I might sneak up and say hi to you. I'm going to be in L.A. and then San Jose and then Las Vegas. So here in I'll be here possibly 10 days. So Depends when you're here, bro, because I'm gone too. Oh, you're leaving too? Yeah. Why you yeah. always leave when I come into town? I don't know. Just Unbelievable. We're, we're avoiding each other. Unbelievable. So tell us about who else is at AK headquarters right now that's uh, coming up and going to be the next big thing. That's another big question. Who we should we watch time. out for? Um, there's Selena? quite a few. Um, you know, one one that is really making huge improvements uh, in this your guy, your boy, Celine. 
He's a beast, huh? Salim is making huge improvements, man. He's great kid it's just we just got to get his p1 visa and it's been filed so it's just a matter when it comes in he already has a bellator contract so when that thing comes around he'll, he'll do really well you know uh we have uh i've met the, the new heavyweight that we got uh his name is james lawson and i call him juggernaut um he's gonna be the next big thing nice. next big thing. he he is so freaking explosive and powerful that I called the, I called the UFC and I told him you guys need to sign this guy and uh, they actually wanted to sign him but but Bob Bob wants him to have more fights before we go in there and that's the right call you know but yeah. he's that good James Lawson I call him juggernaut yeah. uh, another one that I think people are gonna really love is is um, Duran Duran win he he's uh, five foot six five five KOs five you know five first round KOs uh, he's with the Wayne Zink, and all these guys are with the Wayne Zink and um, and, and Bob Cook management, and uh, they do a great job with these guys. They recruit top top wrestlers. They come in here, and we transform. Another one, Kyle, Kyle Krushmer. He's another one. Uh, There's three and zero right now. He's uh, Oklahoma Division One wrestler, top guy. He's doing really really well. Um, then the unknown one that no one knows about is Daniel Allen, who who just walked in as a student. Uh, watch out for this kid. He he's got a killer instinct. With the right training, everything's going on. I, I predict he's going to be a world champion. You know, nice. uh, Daniel Allen, the the other guy that 100% is going to be the king is going to be, you know, Juggernaut. He he's definitely on his way. And then I got a little kid uh, called Mark Lamaco. You know, I call him the little little Mac. You know, Pack. You know, little Manny yeah. Pacquiao. So he he's got a great potential. Um, there there's quite a few guys in here that 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 they have great potential. But that's just some some to name. How about any women? No. No, unfortunately, that's the one area where we don't really have any. You know, we have Allison Smith, who started from just walking around here, being a assistant, somebody that she became, picked it up, and she's done well. She got herself into Invicta, you know, and uh, but she didn't have many fights, you know. But Allison, Allison, uh, you know, she's our pride and joy, you know, and, and uh, she, we'll see how far she goes, you know. But uh, you know, uh, no, not many women at all. And when Hav says that someone might be a champion, you have to kind of believe him. Do you think I'm a champion? <laughs> Who? Mark? <laughs> wow. What? God. Just lie or something. <clears throat> Nothing. I think Mark could be with, with some work. Does it, does it get boring building champions, Hav? <laughs> well, does it get boring? I, I'll get the heat off oh, you, Mark. Hey, I, got you, I appreciate that. That's the most exciting part is watching these guys grow, you know, watching them. And then, you know, the hardest part is watching them fail and then trying to pick them back up. That's the hard part. Yeah, that's the hard part. I've dealt with a lot, with a lot of that. But, you know, in, in this game, almost everybody loses, you know, almost everybody loses. You know, the only person really in MMA that really hasn't lost, it's a great one, is Habib, if I'm not mistaken, right? Everybody else has lost as a champ. That's you know? that level for sure. But I'm sure yeah. he's had tons of failures in his life that he's had to overcome for sure. Yeah. Everybody loses. You know, it's just a matter of what you do with it, how you pick yourself back up, how you get yeah. back to the grind, you know. But, uh, you know, Cain Velasquez has lost. Daniel's lost, you know. And they come back and they rebound, you know. Uh, George St. Pierre's lost, you know. Conor McGregor's lost. I mean, you name it, you know. Dominic Cruz, all the great ones, you know. They, they, they lose. There's very few that don't. You know? Mike Swick's lost a couple times. Yeah. Just want to throw that Everything. in there. 
Because you didn't. Because you didn't. I just put. I throw it in there. What was your record? <laughs> My prison record. Not not your prison record. <laughs> I've never been to prison. That's why. Has he asking. been in prison more than you? How many times have you been to jail? Never. Oh, what a rookie! I've been to jail in every got, country I've ever been in. I got fingerprinted one time, though. They brought me in to fingerprint me because they thought I was a rapist or something. And wait, whoa, and, whoa, whoa, hold on, hold, hold, hold. what, what now? Were they wrong? Yeah, I got, I got called in. They called me in. They said, "Hey, we need you to come in to the police department. We have some questions for you." They brought me in and they fingerprinted me, and I'm like, "What the hell is going on here? Why am I being fingerprinted?" And then <laughs> it's all oh, don't worry, la la la. So they brought don't me in. Worry. And, don't they started worry. talking to me, and they said, um, where were you at this particular time? I said, well, I was showing some, because I was a real estate agent at that time. I was showing some clients this home, uh, townhome at this particular area. He goes, well, you can verify? I go, yeah, they verify. These are the people who did this and that. And, and I said, they said, did you see anybody in particular? This I go, no, I didn't see any. Well, I did see some guy, you know, uh, African-American gentleman was walking by, kind of more or less out of it or let or so but i didn't pay much attention to him and and they said well somebody raped the lady where we actually we, we had an offer for her house and she was raped and wow. and i was one of the individuals that supposedly because i was in contact with her that supposedly might have done it <laughs> and so i was like what the hell and it turned out they knew who it was it was a black guy and it wasn't me so i'm like Okay, I I don't understand why you even brought me in, you know. So that that's my only time going into. Mm -hmm. Well, he's actually been to prison, well, jail, holding cell, whatever you want to call it. Well, here, but in Thailand, I think a holding cell in in Patong is equal to prison anywhere else. Oh, especially yeah, that would be bad. I I I wouldn't. I I don't. uh, You're pretty tough to be in there. I think still stay there. I wouldn't say that. He didn't have a choice. That doesn't make him tough. Not tapping to a choke. Unlike Conor McGregor, four times, that makes him tough. Thanks. Get your back, dude. But I did get two tattoos in there. So. <laughs> got two tattoos. I got Mendez real big and Old English on my back for you. <laughs> old English? Or Mendez was there or something like that? <laughs> Mendez was here. <laughs> <laughs> when are you coming back here? I know yeah, how hard it is to get you on a plane, but you got to come back. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, the, uh, we might be doing a AKA Las Vegas working on that. Uh, things aren't quite there yet. So if we do an AKA Las Vegas, I probably want to come down and uh, steal some of your instructors. So I probably want to come down and see which ones you might let us steal, you know, and, and I say, I'll be steal, sure to make them stay home that day. But it really oh, borrow them. You know, we'll borrow some of them and then they, okay. you can have them back. But uh, I'll charge if, you it a good fee. Through, if it does go through, I would like to come by, and look and see which which ones would be available, but uh, not nothing as of yet. You know, we had a place, uh, we had a place right by the uh, new Raider Stadium, but it fell apart. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But uh, AK Las Vegas is potentially uh, reality soon. Well, I think it's a good uh, start. Is coming over to Thailand trying to find you some good uh, Muay Thai instructors. I'll help you out. Yeah, something I can do. You need a sales Wait. director. Maybe Mark by that time could be, you know, ready to go. You know, he's been there for how many years now, Mark? There's no lady boys Man, in Las you know, Vegas. He's not going to. He's not off going and to on. Vegas. What five years? Four years? Five years? You know, he's been he's been here for like over two years straight. I haven't been home. home in 23 months. So you might you might qualify to be our new tie instructor for for Vegas. You know, so get some work, <laughs> bud. 
Is that manual labor? Yeah, he doesn't do anything. Like, he walks around, smiles, shakes hands, eats, and sits down and looks at his phone for 10 hours. Tough uh, job. That sounds like my job, so nah, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give you my job. He doesn't build champions, but he's a good salesman. Thanks, buddy. I build, yeah. No, you're well, right. He's good at describing. If you're a good salesman, you're a good salesman. Uh, it's okay. That's okay. And I'll sell you a package boy. before you, we listen, hang Listen, look where your hands are at. Right on your knees. That good boy. He's keeping him away. He's doing good now. He's a good boy. Yeah, it's, it's almost 2 a.m. Let's see how long he does it, though. It's just that, like, at this time, usually his hands are, like, not anywhere yeah. away from that area. He's there so, on my lady. Boy. Boy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have Do you, you seen really our, like baby the, boys, Mark, the, or is the, that just a joke? That's just a joke. I've got a woman Maybe. Here. Maybe. We're not we're not saying for sure. It's gonna it will we'll, it'll come out when we get to fifty thousand and he has to fight. And you see him fight, you can judge for yourself if he likes lady boys or not. I think it'll be pretty obvious. Lady boy? Are you fighting a lady boy? Well, he's gonna look like he likes lady boys when yeah, he fights for sure. I will. That's the prize that he gets if he wins. How close are you guys to fifty? Forty five forty five thousand away. Forty four thousand <laughs> and some change. Yeah, you better quit your smoking, buddy. Ah. It helps me. That's why we're bringing you on, on here to get us to 50. Yeah, we're going to use your clout. You need to put it away you're smoking, buddy, because if, if you're going to fight a lady boy and you're smoking, they're no, going to no, kick no, we don't, ass. We don't want him to, to stop smoking. We want the fight to be as entertaining as possible. Yeah, I want to smoke in between rounds. Yeah. He's, he's, oh, <laughs> you're going to be here. Oh, I got it. I guess so you're going to get your ass kicked because for, for, you made 50000 It's not about winning for you. No, he's going to be like Snatch, but just not being able to fight or have a good body or be good now looking. Now I know why you'll never be on my team. Oh, wow. I'm already kicked off. With a... Damn. Jeez. So much for, well, you just... Your mentality is not to get your ass kicked. I can't have you on my team. That, that will never work. We, as soon as we hit 50, I start a two-month camp. Eight weeks hard. We're going to bring three shirts to the fight, and depending on the first round, we may make them change shirts. Yeah, put, yeah <laughs> without saying it, I know. <laughs> he's he's going to start out as AKA. I think we yeah. can turn him into a fighter for an amateur fight in, uh, in two months. If he can cut down to like two packs a day, it's, I, don't I even think smoke a pack. A day. I think we can get to we get down the, there. The, the, Mark, do you realize the kind of pain you will be in when they hit your legs? When they yeah, I showed him one night. I gave him a right yeah. teeth when there's no muscle. You know the kind of pain you're going to be in, I kicked buddy? him in every inch of his That's body. That's why I just knock him out first where they can hit me. <laughs> what are you going to knock him out with, Mark? An old, elbow. Old Susan over here and Nancy. <laughs> They're friends. No? All right. I got nothing. Uh, all right. So you're just going to work elbows every day? Just elbow. That's just, all I do. Just elbows in the knees. Muay Thai area with, with Lom hitting elbows That's all pads. I do. The question is, do they have a tie big enough over there? Big enough? Is, yeah, they his weight. He may be tall, but he tall. weighs like 145 pounds. Fuck you. I'm 188. <laughs> 188. That's what I figure. That's why I said they have a tie that's do they have them that big? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 The tuk-tuk drivers? The taxi drivers that just sit down for 18 hours a day? They right up my alley. They got some big ties. Yeah. Well, yeah. even those taxi drivers are going to whoop your ass, bro. So Come to AKA. We'll mentally beat you down. That's... So uh, try to see if you can talk to Herschel. Uh, he's a huge fan. He wants to see him on the podcast. Uh, I know he's a busy man. He's got a lot going on, but uh, we'd love to have him on um, and, and talk yeah, about. Yeah, he's got a lot going on with with Trump and stuff. He's doing. Uh, he says sixty percent of what he's doing right now is with Donald. So I don't. I don't know exactly what what that is. It's something. I think it's, if I'm not mistaken, it's something to do with physical fitness. 
So we're getting you know, ditched for the so president? Jeez. Yeah. I thought we were just getting ranked on iTunes, and that was cool. I think he's doing organizations, uh, things that involve physical fitness and nutrition. I, I think. I think. I'm not sure about that, though. That Herschel will have to tell you because I didn't really get into any detail on what's going on. He just he, he just told me a lot of the things he's doing is with him because, I mean, they've been friends forever when he was uh, Dallas uh, – when, when he was with the world's uh, – uh, was that the member World Football League? The USFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you, uh, the, whatever that was. That was the Donald New York Trump's Generals. League, and that's how that's how Herschel got to meet Donald is, is through that. And uh, Herschel used to babysit uh, uh, Trump's uh, kids, I guess. We're definitely got to get him on. So a lot of people don't realize this. Before we go real fast, that he actually, in case you don't know about it, he actually joined Team AKA. Not just it, it came in as a friend of Hobbs and friend of the family, but he actually came in and trained and fought and won. And retired undefeated. What, 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 how old was Herschel when he fought MMA for the first time? He 40, was like, it's a 47. 46 like to 47. That. He decided to train uh, MMA, came in every day, trained really hard. I will say one of the strongest guys that's ever grabbed a hold of me when we were like clinching. Crazy. Freaky strong. He, yeah, he was unbelievable. I mean, he was always the first one in the gym. He was always waiting outside in the car. Yeah. First yeah. one in the gym. And, and he was the most uh, dedicated, most respected, I mean, disciplined man. Um, like still to this day, there is no one that comes as close to being as dedicated and, and, and uh, disciplined as him. I think Habib is a close second, but no one no one is more disciplined than Herschel. And that's why he's Habib's had the success. Second. Yeah. Well, I'm going to call him tomorrow, like you said, and uh, talk to him again. And hopefully we can get a good 30 minutes out of him, be a good podcast. He has a lot of information. So, And now we found out even more. So that would be a great, great uh, subject to talk about as well help boost what he's doing so he has, he has a lot he has a lot he has to say you know he, he's he's extremely you know been been around the world done many things and uh, there's a lot of experiences that, that i'm sure he can share that everybody will find very fascinating so a couple minutes left hob anything else you want to say before we let go um just that basically you know this person uh, uh we have a new jiu-jitsu coach and ron kessler and and uh, yep. that's what you know about him it's great uh, he's come on board uh as the head jiu-jitsu coach because leandro didn't have the time to devote to the team like he needed so ron kessler is now our jiu-jitsu coach awesome. and um you know you know how good he is so he's helped me for many fights yeah yeah we're doing fantastic with him and, and leandro's still with us but not as a head coach Okay. Uh, so I'd like to get it out there that Ron Kessler is our new uh, jiu-jitsu coach for, for AK. Perfect. Yeah, he's great too. So perfect. And uh, we appreciate you being on the podcast. Look forward to you coming to Thailand when you can, hopefully soon. And yeah. And we can talk about Thai trainers and Me. Mark can talk about other things. Yeah. But uh, good having you on the I'm show. not talk about Mark anymore because basically, you know, He's not training properly, so uh, whatever. He's going to wait till we get to like 49,000. Yeah, once we get closer to it. And he wants to get his ass kicked, so it's kind of like I hope this. this I've never lost a fight in my life. No. I'd like to see him get his ass kicked now because he doesn't take respect to sport, you know, and and we need him to be in pain. You're going to Mickey Rourke in your corner, Mark Hunt. But not Javier Mendez. I was going to be in the other corner. The other side, yeah. yeah. Get him. Oh, no, no. I'd definitely be in the, on the winning side, obviously. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> the oh, fuck. Count on oh, that, wow. bro. That, that ain't going to happen. So you're uh, cutting I, out, man. I think you're losing a connection. I didn't hear you. No, no. I'm losing a connection because we don't lose. You know, I'm <laughs> he didn't even lose connections, dude. More or less fights <laughs> and championships. 
All right, Hoff, thanks for being on the wow. show, and uh, we appreciate having you. Thanks for taking the time out. I know you're a busy man, and uh, I will send you the link when this is up so you All can right. watch it. I know you love the show. All right, guys. I'll save thanks. it anyway. Take Dude, care, Hoff. Thank you very much. All right. Good seeing All you. Right. Take care, you guys. Bye. Bye.